talking to the crowd and he was like, Jose, and all the Roman were like, Mourinho, and it was pretty cool. Hi. Hello. Hi. Welcome to Track and Field. Uh, it, it, it's been a little bit. Eh, a little bit. And a few things have happened in our four-week absence. Just, just a few things. And we're going to take the next 40 or so minutes and just complain and whine and just get it all out. Yeah, today is more of like a venting episode more than anything. The DMs that Alex and I were sending each other from the events that have been following the past few four weeks. Yeah. Hmm. The amount of times that he has sent me the uh, screenshot from the movie Blade Runner 2049 <laughs> <laughs> where Ryan Gosling is staring up at the hologram of Ana de Armas. But there's no Ana de Armas because there's nothing to look forward to with these teams. <laughs> <laughs> hey. One of your clubs is in a Champions League semifinal. One of them, but have you seen what else they're doing? <laughs> That's besides <laughs> the point. They're not be in the Champions League next year at this rate. Oh, <laughs> I don't even get to be started on Scuderia Ferrari. Uh, anyways, this is the 10th episode of Track and Field, and we're very happy that we've been here for 10 episodes. Yeah. Um, We hope that this episode isn't too much of a... What, what's What's the term? Like a trough, like a oh, like slog a drag to, get to get through. Yeah, because um, we do have some, what is it, a comedic sidekick, comedic relief mm-hmm. thrown in there, you know, courtesy of our friends, the Spurs. Yes. <laughs> and some other things that we need to talk about. But uh, yeah, I don't think we're going to go into actual news too much. Just uh, why we're depressed Yeah. about sports. Yeah. Why we let 22 men kicking a ball in a different country dictate our mental well-being for the week. So who should go first then? I Rock, think, paper, scissors? No, I think we should start with Ferrari just because I need to get this shit out of the way before we get into soccer. Okay. Full disclosure, this is going to be mostly soccer as well. Yeah. Like it usually ends up being at this <laughs> rate. Uh <clears throat> I would say you missed a lot, but you really only missed one race if you didn't watch the Australian Grand Prix. Uh, Red Bull is Red Bull. Uh, it's still bringing me pain, even though it's not 2022. Um, the race, if you're a Charles Leclerc fan, L, uh, <laughs> I'm kind of tired of his fans on Twitter because they're they're just so mean to Carlos that I kind of gave up on liking Charles. I'm kidding. Um, but regardless, there were three red flags in that race and two restarts mm-hmm. and Carlos got fucked over by a penalty that should have been a penalty on another incident. Ah, oh, I don't even have the mental capacity to talk about the race. It's just upsetting. Yeah. Uh, you went from a podium finish to not even in the points. Wow. It was a five second time penalty for something that he did not deserve. And of course I am biased. And this is the only time I'm going to speak positively about the Spanish this episode. Actually, no, <laughs> this one of the two times I, uh, the Spanish did make me happy today. When I was checking the uh, Europa league. Uh, we'll, we'll get, I know exactly who you're we'll talking get into about. That in a yeah. bit. But regardless, uh, the LGP, if you're looking for entertaining races, that's what you look for. Mm-hmm. Kind of a mess by every standard possible. Uh, Red Bull was Red Bull, Ferrari was Ferrari. I don't know what you want from me. Um, <laughs> yeah, go next. It's been three weeks without races, and I think there's not one this week either. So, <laughs> yeah. What? Uh, when and where is the next race at? I think the next race is this week or next week mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> in Azerbaijan. Oh, so it's going to be at like four in the morning. Two or three in the morning. Oh, yeah. I funny story about that last year. I was with my friends at a Catalina Island mm-hmm. for the 4th of July. Or not even 4th of July. It was just like a summer trip. And <laughs> I, for some godforsaken reason, decided, yeah, I'm going to save to watch the race. And guess what I got? I got Charles Leclerc and Carlos Sainz in the lead. Charles by a large margin, mind you. And both not finishing the race. Did they, like, crash or something? No. Technical failures. Really? Te- the cars just did not car. I don't know. Uh, trauma still. Listen, if I had to make a list of traumatic races from the previous year, uh, Azerbaijan, France, mm-hmm. Hungary, probably my top three most. Please get me out. Wake me up from this goddamn nightmare. Yeah. Monaco was also heartbreaking. Actually, most of the races were heartbreaking. Let's move on. I don't think there's really much else to talk about. Low key. I've been not really paying attention to F1 news. Um, 
just due to the fact that a NHL playoffs are on, even though this isn't a hockey podcast, we still stand hockey. We still follow it and talk about it, Alex and I. So yep. that's been on my mind a lot, and also the immense amount of pain that I've been receiving from kickball, not kickball, <laughs> soccer, football, whatever you want to call it. It's pain and uh, yeah, no, it 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 definitely takes a toll. But you just how many teams <laughs> do we support? Like. In in total is like four, five, six globally. I'd say like I really follow globally only four teams. Okay, I'm gonna guess those teams. Okay, well you can definitely guess three of them. Dortmund. Yeah. Liverpool. Yeah. LAFC. Yes. Shit. Uh, it's not PSG. No, it's not. It's not PSG. It's no. some shitter club. Um, it, Ooh, I mean, that's that's harsh. Bayern. You disgust me. <laughs> you disgust me. The fact that you you come into my podcast and you say you something like that. You can't do the Italian shit with me, <laughs> asshole. Oh, God. This is going to also be a loud podcast. <laughs> I'm sorry for yeah. your ears. Well, well, We're we six kinda, minutes in. <laughs> yeah. We kind of warned all the listeners at the beginning that this is going to be full of emotions, oh. both good and bad. Um, like Jose Mourinho. <laughs> if you can hear Patrick, he's like already like four feet away from his microphone. I'm fine. I'm fine. Yeah, I he's... feel bad for the people in the uh, DJ booth, like right across from us on the other side of the wall. I wonder if they can hear us. Is there anyone in there? Right um, now? I think so. I'm. Yeah, there is. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Whatever. Uh, it, it doesn't matter. It's fine. I... This room is soundproofed well enough. No. Yes, it is. Anyways. So, the fourth team, can you tell me what country they play in? The USA. The the USA. Angel City Football Club. Okay, there's a fifth team. <laughs> <laughs> uh, do they play in America? Oh, right. You follow the revolution. I do follow the revolution. I know him. So, that's like, what, five for you, and then guess the ones for me. How many do you have first? That's a Good question. Like, unique from the two of us? No, just like in total, even in if total, there's overlap. Mm, I would say probably four. Okay. So, Inter? Yes. Chelsea? Yes. Angel City? Yes. LAFC? Yes. Okay. So, that's. Oof, that was tough. Oh, man. Ah. Oh, that's almost eight. No, I, I wasn't even counting. It's nine. Nine in total, but there's like duplicates in there, so it's a little bit less than that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and somehow, against all odds, only one of those teams is performing consistently. I mean, arguably two. I, I don't really know the history of ACFC. That well, this is history. their second season, so yeah, that's why I say history in quotation marks. I don't really know what to expect from them. So I'm gonna kind of with this argument. I'm I'm gonna use the calm. Oh, God. Uh, argumentation class that we <laughs> don't took remind last me year. of that class. <laughs> and I rented to my dad about that class. <laughs> he 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 will understand how frustrated I am right oh, now. I hate that class. I hated that class. I'm so glad I passed it. Me too. Uh, but I'm gonna exclude ACFC from these discussions just because they are, you know, they're too new. They're like, too new, and I don't really feel like getting into that. Yeah. But for all the other teams. Except for LAFC. What the fuck? Yeah. I mean, like, outside of, evidently, the two LA clubs that we both follow. Uh. Um, <laughs> it's not looking good. It's uh, it's so over. <laughs> it's so over. <laughs> that's, the, that's, that's the title of the episode. I've already oh. had that in mind for several weeks now. I can't wait until the We're So Back episode. That's never happening. <laughs> it was like, what, two weeks ago... Alex couldn't record because you were busy, right? You had a lot of work? Uh, yeah. And then three weeks ago, it was spring break. Last week, I had a lot of work. So that's why it's taken so long. And I have just been... Okay, so the, the place, the side tangent, where I got the uh, title name for, it's this, like, stupid-ass graph that, like, keeps going up and below, like, a central line. Mm -hmm. And below it, it always says, it's over. It's so over. And then when yeah. it over goes back up, it's like, it, it, we're so back. I, bros, it's... We're, we're back, you know. It, okay. I have the post saved on my phone, <laughs> and I'm going to show it to you right now. 
<laughs> I, I can see it perfectly from my memories. <laughs> yeah, so it starts. Uh, I'm not. I don't care. Enough. Yeah, it's, it's it's not funny enough. You have to see it in person. Yeah, and even then, it's really not that funny. It's. Just <laughs> 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 oh, that that image will never be used. It's just big block letters One that day. say, we are so fucking back, but we are so far gone, I've given up on no, any it'll happen. Hope. I have one lifeline, and I'm not enthusiastic about it right now. <laughs> so, you want to do the rock, paper, scissors now? Okay. Okay, rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Okay, uh, so Patrick I, get, won. I get to rant first. Which, uh, which blue club do I start with? I feel like I should start with the obvious one. Chelsea. so it's been like we said a few weeks since we last talked and when we last left off i think there was a bit of lingering positivity about potter and the hopeful stuff because i think the last episode was the last track and field derby or whatever no i think we had one more after that okay uh regardless i think there is a little bit of lingering positivity i'm not quite certain i don't really remember uh it's gone it's dead yeah, it's gone just like Graham Potter, who got sacked by uh, Todd Bowley and Co. and replaced by Chelsea legend Super Frankie Lampard. Yeah, who, by the way, he's been on fire lately. Zero wins since being instated as interim manager for the <laughs> club. Bro thinks he's 007. Bro, he's not even. He doesn't even have a seven. <laughs> it's not even worth it to put a number by the losses since it's just expected at this point. You know, we're going to be like, I don't know, some bottom table team for once in our life. And we're going to be like, we're so back. No, we're not. <sighs> okay. Composure. Yeah. What the hell is wrong with the club? Well, quite simply, <laughs> we, <laughs> we can't score. <laughs> Which is extremely <laughs> ironic. Is the one thing we need to do, because I feel like other than that, we are a decent team at the very least. We have stars. We have, let's see, the most expensive player in English football history, Enzo Fernandez. Mm-hmm. We have, I want to like him so much, but the inconsistency of this silky German that won Chelsea the Champions League, <laughs> Kai Havertz. Yeah. For the love of God, please. We don't have a striker, in your words. No, you do. You have Pierre-Emerick Aubameyang, but Lamau. he never plays. because, And we can never decide on a formation. I don't know what Frank Lampard was cooking on this last Champions League leg. Oh, I should update you on this. Since we last talked, Chelsea have won zero games. I think we've drawn one or two. Mm. And we just got our asses whooped by Real Madrid yeah. in the most heartbreaking fashion. I have the form sheet <laughs> on my, oh my phone God, right now. It's wrong. 2-1 loss against Brighton, 1-0 loss against uh, Wolves, which the goal in that Wolves game by Matthias Nunes. Doesn't matter. I don't Fantastic <laughs> goal. Yeah. I implore anyone who's watching this to go to stop what you're doing, pause the podcast right now, go watch that goal, and then resume the Such podcast. A good Come back. Goal against a lifeless London team, you know. Good for them. Well, no, no, no. The thing is, you I, guys have I a know. really good defensive record. I know. I'm looking at it right now. 1.1 goals conceded per game over the course of this entire That's season. That's the one good thing we have going for us. Yeah, I was about to say. But on the other hand... <laughs> we are tied for like the second worst attack in the Premier League with, I think it was Nottingham Forest. Oh. Well, I mean, you signed just about as many players as them. <laughs> That's going to be a fun transfer window, isn't it? Yeah. But uh, we have lost... Yeah, we suck ass. Uh, we played Real Madrid. I definitely didn't watch the first leg in class and just have a, not a breakdown, but just give gave up once Real Madrid scored their second goal yeah. at the Santiago Bernabeu. I didn't say that right. I don't care. It's <laughs> Spain. I hate Madrid. Um, speaking of Madrid, they're they're up to some shit. Um, <coughs> not to get off topic. Yeah, I'm trying. We my can address hardest. that later. I'm trying my hardest right now to speak. With a somewhat rational mind. Mm-hmm. But the only thing rational coming to my head is that we suck ass. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing is working. No formation. No manager. No amount of delusion. It's just every week I wake up, I watch football in England, and I cry. And then I go back to sleep. 
Yeah, no, being a Chelsea fan right now is so typical. There is no passion, there's no creativity, there's no direction in this football club to quote a really relevant video even all these years later what that video has got to be like six years old at this point and the thing was you sent it to me after manchester city beat us 7-0 yeah. which was the same result that that caused that video to be recorded oh was it really yes yes i rewatched that video and i was like oh my god we're so hey we're so, it's at least they got rid of marcus alonso that's the only change that has happened since that video was published. You know what we should do? We should ask Real Madrid, hey, well, you're not playing him. We know you're never going to play him. His brother has more goals for you. Can you just play Eden? Can you just give us Eden Hazard back? It wouldn't <laughs> fix anything. It, it, wouldn't it really wouldn't. Shit. He, he's washed at this yeah. point. Unfortunately. You, like, he took Rudiger away from us. Can, can you just give us Eden Hazard? Yeah. Just as a... Fuck you! <laughs> like <laughs> try to feel better. Well, it took uh, Tibor Courtois as well. And took my last bit of happiness when they were playing at Stamford Bridge, which both games started out really well for the Blues, mm-hmm. and then in the first game, the bane of my existence, the French uh, Benzema, again sends it into the back of the net and i think my heart split in half when that goal went in because i was like shit okay it's so over uh i tried to recover and then they scored again even you were like yeah don't worry they they have so much time left and then they scored again you're like yeah it's real madrid champions like against the english what do you want from me yeah i i've I've seen this quote a bunch of times where it's like uh the champions league is a, a competition where 32 teams enter and Real Madrid is crown champion at the end. <laughs> Let's see, what do they have? 14? Yep. Yeah, 14. Oh, I have an interesting statistic to talk about uh, later on. Um, and then we, they went back to Stamford Bridge, and the energy was great. I don't know. That's the most alive I've heard the bridge all year so far, besides yeah. our win against <laughs> Leeds and, um, <laughs> and uh, Dortmund. Yeah, I was about to say. The atmosphere uh, in the second leg against Dortmund was pretty good. And, like, once that first goal went in, I was like, oh, yeah. With the way that Dortmund is playing, with the way that Chelsea is playing, and with the way that the crowd is reacting, it's... It's so over. Yeah. At halftime, I was like... Every time we say that. Yeah. Um, What was it? There was a quote that still sticks in my mind from the second leg of the Chelsea-Madrid uh, game it was yes Chelsea have to out Madrid Madrid and I was like <laughs> <laughs> we can't even out Chelsea Chelsea at this point because what is it the whole thing is that we've only won the Champions League when we've replaced our manager mm-hmm. midway through the season and we're we always win it in the most inconceivable like what the hell how are you winning this manner yeah because apparently in the Premier League we've always kind of been shit when we win the Champions League Based on my understanding. Um, I could be wrong. I didn't really do my research and I don't really care to remember <laughs> the research. Not shit, but just like not the best. Not as shit as we are. Yeah. No, we're, we're not not in a position where we were closer to relegation than the top of the table. Exactly. But yeah, I mean, overall, I, I don't know. This transfer window is going to suck ass. Yeah. Pretty much all your favorite players are going to leave unfortunately i'm yeah but that that's the way the game is right certainly this is not an uncommon thing to happen where new owners come in and sign a bunch of players and pretty much replace the entire team you know what's gonna happen no you know what's gonna happen what everyone's gonna leave mason mount's gonna stay no (laughs) (laughs) no i think i think his uh, contract is up either uh, this summer or next summer so there's a very good possibility that he could be leaving as a free agent i think we we extended Thiago Silva, I'm pretty sure. Yes. And uh, Wesley Fofana. Not, was it Wesley Fofana or the other one? It was one of the Fofanas. Or, n- no, it was Connor Gallagher that we also extended, I think. You guys extended Gallagher? <laughs> Why? <laughs> He's not good. We're laughing through the pain. <laughs> I'm trying my best not to cry right now. I think we should uh, switch it over to you. Uh, 
Take okay. us through. Yeah. Uh, I guess I'll go through Dortmund. Uh, I do a little Dortmund catch up since. Uh, yeah, I'll just do a Dortmund catch up. And so the last result. Okay, I th- I think we're back. Uh, what yep. I-, I got a call in the middle of his uh, little rambling right there, so uh, I'm gonna ring it back to him. Sorry for the the bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, uh, right before we took our little hiatus, uh, the last result that Dortmund had in the league was a two-one win over RB Leipzig, which I was super psyched about because you know, just coming off of like a difficult Champions League defeat. Um, to be able to pick it up against a top of the table opponent was, you know, really like uh, inspired my confidence about the whole situation. And then the very next week, they play in the Revere Derby against uh, Schalke Nufia, their biggest rivals, mind you, who are also rooted to the foot of the Bundesliga table. They are currently in 17th place out of 18. And so going into this game, I was extremely confident, you know, Dortmund are back on the up, uh, super, super good form in 2023. So it's like, you know, yeah, we're going to do fine. Schalke are bad. We're good. (laughs) (laughs) And then, you know, the game plays out. And if I remember correctly, um, you know, Dortmund started off really, really strong. Uh, and they were actually up 1-0 at halftime. But then five minutes into the second half, Schalke get the equalizer. And it's just like, oh, uh, okay, that's fine. We've been controlling the game. We'll be bound to find a second goal. So then 10 minutes after Schalke score, Dortmund score their second. And it's like, oh, nice. It's Easy. the 60th minute. Easy, yeah. We just scored our second goal <coughs> against bottom of the league Schalke. We should be able to ride out these 30 minutes, hopefully get a third goal or at least maintain the 2-1 win. And then, uh, I want to say like 15 or so minutes later, Jamie Bino, or not even 15, maybe like six or seven minutes after the Dortmund second goal, Jamie Bino Giddens gets this, this impeccable one-on-one chance with a Schalke goalkeeper, but he just puts it wide of the post. And I'm thinking in my head, man, previous me would have thought... <laughs> That Dortmund would really be worrying or would really uh, need to worry that they didn't put that away. But this is 2023 Dortmund. Oh, it's different. They're different. It's so different, man. <laughs> How wrong was I? Um, and so then in the 79th minute of the game, Chuka score an equalizer uh, to make it 2-2. And that would end up being the final score of the game. And, of course, I am extremely upset about that result because, you know, of the implications that it had. Yeah, but it was it, it shouldn't worry too much about it, you know? Well, it, no, 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 no. The thing was, at that point in the season, we, as Dortmund, was still ahead of um, Bayern in the table, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. And so, and Bayern had also dropped points that week. So we would have been able to uh, widen that gap, which would have been crucial, especially because we were playing Bayern two weeks later in Der Klassiker. And so I was extremely upset that uh, they were not able to widen that gap. I remember you telling me about that. <laughs> I remember you're like, yeah, I, you went to the gym because you're like, I'm not going to let this dictate how I'm feeling for the rest of the day, right? I think you told that to me one of these days. No, that was actually a later game that I will oh. be talking about, which gonna... which was arguably even worse than the game against Schalke. And <laughs> yeah, it's... I will get to that. <laughs> um, but so uh, Dortmund draw two two with Schalke, and then let's see. Uh, hold up. Well, okay, and then their very next game is the next week against FC Korn, who are like mid-table club. They're not that great. Yeah. And then Dortmund win that game six to one. So we're I'm like, so back. yeah, we're so back. This is the Dortmund that I am used to seeing: high flying, attacking football, 
where they can, you know, put mid-table teams in their place with Ooh, a thrashing. Wow. Yeah, exactly. How is that like to be able to beat mid-table teams? I wonder. <laughs> and then, so um, I think there was a little bit of an international break right before or right after that yeah, game. Yeah, Nations League. Yeah. And no, it was Euro qualifiers. Whatever it was, I don't really care um, because, you know, it wasn't like super competitive games. Yeah, so but like, Eng- England still beat Italy, which I was pissed about. That's I was watching with a person from England, too. Understandable. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah. And then, once the international break was over, it was their classic hurt on April 1st, which this is important to the story. <laughs> <laughs> I was wondering if you were going to talk about it. <laughs> So the game was on April 1st, also known to many as April Fool's Day. Yeah. And so the game starts. I'm super, super confident. I'm like, okay, Byron have been super shaky this season. They've been dropping points when they usually wouldn't. So this is our chance to pounce on them. This is the best chance that we've had in years. I'm still wondering if you're going to talk about what I think you need to talk about. Uh, Yes, I will. And so... 13 minutes into the game against Bayern, uh, a pass comes back. Uh, or no, 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 no. A long ball was played by Dio Upamecano, and it max height that it went off the ground was probably like three feet. So it, it was like waist level, and it was bouncing back as it reached Gregor Kobel, the Dortmund goalkeeper. Yeah. And he comes out of his box... <laughs> To try and attempt oh, to clear play. the ball, because I think it was Thomas Müller or someone was some Bayern player was running onto it. What happens is that as Gregor Kobo is coming out of his box to clear the ball, completely whiffs it. I don't even think he touched Whee! the ball, which is absolutely ridiculous. But um, completely whiffs it, and then the ball just dribbles into the back of the Dortmund net. And I'm like, oh, damn, it's going to be one of those games. <laughs> the, the Bayern special. Yeah. Five minutes after the Gregor Kobel own goal, uh, Bayern score again through Thomas Müller. And then five minutes after that second Thomas Müller goal, Thomas Müller scores again. It's 3-0 in the 23rd minute. And I am like... Uh, I'm this close to turning the game off. Yeah. But then I'm just like, you yeah. know what? I'll wait till halftime. I'll just don't, don't. I'll just see what happens. No, and then, you know, do it. second half starts. Five minutes later, Kingsley Coman scores. It's 4-0. And I'm just like, oh, my gosh. We go to the Allianz Arena, which is Byron Stadium, yeah. every single year. And we get mollywopped every single time. And it's like, you know... Whatever. 72nd minute, Emre Chan scores a consolation penalty. I'm like, okay, whatever. Uh, and then 90th minute, Daniel Malin scores another consolation goal it's... to make it 4-2, which was a flattering scoreline for Dortmund because it easily could have been 6-0 in, in favor of Bayern. And after that uh, performance, I remember texting Patrick and going, I guess Dortmund's April Fool's joke this year was thinking or making their fans think that they had a chance to win the Bundesliga title. He sent me paragraphs, but one thing he just forgot to mention was that right before the, the, whatever you call it, Der Klassiker, how do you say it? Der Klassiker. Der Klassiker. Uh, Bayern sacked their manager for seemingly no reason. Oh, yeah, we we forgot to mention this. Yeah, For some reason, they decided to sack their manager and hire Thomas Tuchel, which I don't know if anyone remembers him, you know, former Chelsea manager. Former Dortmund manager. That's the more important part. And the first game, I believe, that he's managing Bayern is against Dortmund. And guess what? (laughs) beats them yeah and beats them in very convincing fashion and then guess what happens right after they lose their next three games (laughs) they get their asses kicked by freiburg they they lose to freiburg in the dfb pokal they draw with Freiburg. no did they draw or beat freiburg in the league i don't remember but it was a disappointing result in freiburg either they should have won by more or they should have won period and then they draw with hoffenheim at home 1-1 
off off of like a completely BS Matias Delict goal that he scored from like forty yards out, which I was. <laughs> Dude, they have been getting goals from the stupidest people, I swear. <laughs> Three of their last four goals in all competitions. Benjamin Pavard, who's a right back. Benjamin Pavard again. <laughs> and Matthias Delict, who's a center back. Dude, it is infuriating. And then, not to mention, they just got their asses handed them by Manchester City in the Champions League. Erling Holland, Dortmund legend. He will always <laughs> be in uh, our hearts. Um, for immer eine Dortmund Junge. Um, and so seeing him score against Bayern brings me so much joy. Yeah, but at the I cost hate Man of City. Man City. <laughs> yeah, I hate Man City. Um, for the fact that they're just like Man City. Yeah, for the fact that they're Man City. But seeing Holland score in both legs against Bayern, even though he missed that penalty, <laughs> um, which that was a bad miss. <laughs> It was looking um, like Darwin. It looking like Mo Salah there. We'll have just ever full time. Yeah. Right. Well, we're still on the topic of some uh, some what is it comedic relief with the Bayern saga. I want to talk quickly, touch up on uh, <laughs> what happened across the street in Manchester today in the mm-hmm. Europa League. Uh, well, it wasn't across the street. It was in Spain. It was yeah. in Sevilla's home stadium. I don't know what it's called. Seville. That's stupid but if you're spanish it's just sevilla yeah yeah well well regardless uh manchester manchester united uh it was an aggregate tie i believe Mm -hmm. coming into the match uh i believe it was the first goal of the game for sevilla harry Maguire gets the ball i don't know where the fuck he was passing it to it was right in front of his goalkeeper yeah he just gives it to sevilla and they score no, okay, we have to, if we're referencing this game, we have to reference the first leg, which was absolutely ridiculous, because Manchester United had a 2-0 lead, and I, if I remember correctly, two the two goals were scored by, like, some, oh, both goals were scored by Marcel Sabitzer, who's a defensive midfielder, which, so it made it super surprising. I looked at my phone, I'm just like, this can't be right. And then, so it's like the 80th minute now. They're still up 2-0. And uh, Harry Maguire scores an own goal to make it 2-1. And then... Wait, like two Maguire moments? No, no, no. That's not even the worst part. Because, like, five or so minutes after the Harry Maguire own goal, Manchester United scores a second own goal. What? Yeah, at Old Trafford. (laughs) So the after leg one, it was two to two on aggregate because Manchester United had scored all four goals. <laughs> and then McGuire practically scores another own goal in this game. That's all I really wanted to touch up and on. Also, supposedly uh, David De Gea did as well. Apparently, he made a huge mistake, but I haven't seen it. Yeah, I I was looking at that. I'm like. What the hell is he doing? This guy's the captain of the English football team, national oh, team. Wait, hold on. I, I have to. I have to show you a, uh, a screenshot yeah. from that game. While he's doing that, I'm still gonna trash Man City while I have the chance. Uh, look, my season may be over, right? Chelsea's not qualifying for the Champions League. They're not yeah. gonna make it to the Europa Conference League at this point. Uh, but at least we didn't <laughs> do that. Yeah. Okay. So I found the picture. And I want you to, um, I don't know, I'm just going to explain to you why this is a horrendous picture and why it is so bad for Harry Maguire. Okay, okay. So what I'm looking at, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a Instagram photo divided horizontally in the middle. Um, this is the Sevilla play, is it not? This is the, this is the one I was just referencing. Yeah, this is the Harry yeah. Maguire mistake. So it starts up here, right? So their goalkeeper has the ball. Yes, and mm-hmm. he gives it to Maguire. Yeah, and because he's getting pr- for the ball. yeah because he's getting pressured by this man right here, and so Maguire gets the ball. What the hell is he doing? I don't even the okay the most like uh, incriminating thing about this picture. Zoom out real quick. Is that look how much space is behind Maguire? There's no the one there. Exactly. What is the thrust of City United doing? Yeah, so his awareness in that situation, zero overall. Because, look, he could have easily turned and stepped into that space right there. He would have 
completely diffused all of the pressure that was being put on Manchester United like in that Red situation. Devils. I don't even like them. Anyways. No one really does. Yeah. Okay. Now, so. back to me complaining about Dortmund. Oh, we're still on the Dortmund talking? Oh, yes, dude, because oh, I got two the, more games to talk about. Oh, because oh, I was going to make a quick transition to Inter. <laughs> not yet, not this yet. Work, this works. Okay, so the Bayern game. We talked about that. It was horrible. Um, so next week, I'm like, okay, it, well, we didn't beat Bayern, but we play against Union Berlin next. Onion. As onion, we like to onion, call them. Onion mentioned. Uh, <laughs> and so I was just like, okay, they're in third place right now. They're also a really good team. Very strong defensively. This is going to be a tough match. And uh, we go 1-0 up. I'm like, oh, no way. This is crazy. Daniel Mullen, by the way. Yeah. Uh, in the past like four or five games, he's been crazy. Ever since he got that stat pad goal in the Bayern game. Uh-huh. Um, he scores our first goal. And then, uh, like, what, forty mi- or 30 minutes later, uh, Onion ties it. And I'm just like, ah, that's uh, unfortunate. Onion moment. But Dortmund have been the better team in this game. They're bound to find a second goal. Oh, for sure. And they did. Oh. They ended up winning the game 2-1 to one off Ooh. of a Yusufa Mukoko goal that he scored by intercepting a back pass to the goalkeeper. Never liked an Onion anyways. Exactly. And so I was like, oh, we're so back. <laughs> <laughs> And then enter the bottle factory. <laughs> yes, the bottle factory that is Borussia Dortmund and specifically their defense. So then next week, I'm like, okay, we're playing Stuttgart. And Stuttgart Easy. are currently 16th out of 18 in the league. They're in the relegation playoff position. I'm noticing a common trend with our player, with our teams and bottom of the table teams. Yes. Okay. So going into this game, I was super, super confident. I was like, oh, man, this is like a bottom feeder club, even though Stuttgart have a very, very rich history. I was about to say, that's one of the clubs I know. Yeah. Even though they have a very, very rich history, they have been really struggling this season. And so 33 minutes into the game, Dortmund are up 2-0. I'm like, wow, we're cruising. This could easily be a route if we play our cards right, like 5-0 or something. And also, I would like to mention, Daniel Mullen got a goal and an assist in those 33 minutes. Uh-huh. Stat pad king. Yeah. Um, we, we love a... Sh- a whatever. Go yeah. Ahead. And so, 33rd minute, Dortmund's second goal goes in. I'm like, oh, man, this is going to be an easy win. 39th minute, Konstantinos Mavropanos, a center back for Stuttgart, gets his second yellow card, which is a red card. Okay, so it's 39th minute. Dortmund are 2-0 up and also playing a man up because of the Mavropanos red card. so back. And then, you know, nothing happens until halftime. And so it's just like 2-0 up at halftime and a man up. Yeah, absolutely. This should be the easiest win in Dortmund's, like, of Dortmund's season, basically. Even Chelsea would win from that position. Exactly. And so, you know, by the tone of my voice, you can probably understand where this is going. Um, 53rd minute. So basically, like, what, seven minutes, seven, eight minutes? Something like that. After the second half starts. Seru, er, Seru Guiarsi. Wow, Alex having trouble pronouncing a name? This is a first. I'm, I'm, it's not me for <laughs> once. Oh, yeah. Seru Guirassi scores a goal for Stuttgart, but offside. It was ruled out oh. by VAR. Oh, yeah, it's, it's, so it's, I was like, okay, this is Dortmund's wake-up moment that they need to have every game because they always switch off. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, thank goodness it was ruled off by VAR because or else uh, that could have been really, really, uh, yeah, disastrous. Nothing, surely nothing bad happens after that. 78th minute. <laughs> Tengu Kulabali, oh Kulabali, scores. Or there's gonna be multiple mentions of two different Kulabalis <laughs> in this game, uh, one on each side. Uh, Tengu Kulabali scores for um, Stuttgart in the 78th minute, and I'm like, okay, 
Dortmund, this is really, really <laughs> your chance to wake up and start to put pressure back on. Come on, guys. Because you should have already scored a third goal. You're a man up, and you are also now only one goal up. So wake up, please. I am begging you. 84th minute. Joshua Vago Vago Vagnoman scores for Stuttgart. <laughs> now it's 2-2 in the 84th minute. Yeah, but Come on, guys. They only have like six minutes to score. Third what no is way, going right? on? No way, right? And so, Mr. American Dream super sub himself, who came on in the 82nd minute, scores in the 92nd minute. And I'm like, oh, yes. Oh, super sub Gio Reyna is back. Just like the games right after the World Cup break at the start of the year, Go he ahead. is doing his thing in he's, a Dortmund shirt as him. a substitute. He's he him. is him. We are so back. We should have never been in this position, but we are back. I don't care. I am happy right now. Five minutes later, 97th minute. Silas <laughs> Katomba Mvupa. <laughs> I'm not making fun of his name. I'm just laughing because I'm sad. Um, 97th minute, he scores the equalizer on the very last kick of the game. It's 3-3. Final whistle. Uh, oh, you should see his face right now. <laughs> dude, that game was such a roller coaster. And uh, I had to wake up at 6.30 to watch that. You didn't have to. It was a shitter team, and you still said to watch it. You... Whatever, I get See, it. See, but if I didn't watch it, then I wouldn't have had this great experience. Yeah, but if you didn't watch it, you might have had a stable mindset going into the week. Anyways, <laughs> that sucks. Yeah. That's terrible. I think that was the game you sent me some paragraphs after. Yeah. And the slideshows of top 10 Dor Borushu Dor... I'm not even... Oh, Dortmund was, uh, bottle jobs. It was top five Dortmund bottle jobs of the season. <laughs> Which is really funny considering how well the season was going until... Yeah. Until the Chelsea incident. Yeah. No, when, it was completely downhill from there. Misery loves company. Yeah, no kidding. But you know what Man City doesn't have company in? What? <laughs> A Champions League trophy. Ooh. In fact, out of the four... Uh, UC teams left in the UCL. They are the only team to not have contributed anything to the, I believe, twenty-four collective, uh, twenty-four collective Champions League cups. Yeah. By uh, uh, AC Milan, Inter Milan, <laughs> and of course Real Madrid that we mentioned earlier. Yeah. See, that was gonna be smoother earlier. Yes. That's going to be much smoother, but it's fine. It's fine. Yeah. It's fine. It's as sad as the rest of the podcast is. Exactly. <laughs> but yeah, uh, if it wasn't obvious, uh, I, I had to take the second opportunity I could to dunk on Man City for existing. <laughs> um, <clears throat> while at the same time mentioning Inter Milan, who I can't tell if I love this team or if I hate this team, and it kind of feels like the team feels the same way about themselves with the amount of like bullshit i've seen them play on the field against each other mm -hmm. they're like arguing and like shoving each other on the field yeah and then apparently they go to the bar right after the game <laughs> it, it's really funny you know lautaro martinez was in a really good interview after he's like yeah i mean they're arguing while well, during the game because they're really good friends <laughs> and it's like thanks i guess but uh i don't really have much to report i'm not going to go into much detail because it's too painful uh yeah. i don't remember the last time we've won a Serie A game in fact we are actually out of the Champions League qualifications right now in the table. We are currently fifth. Uh, if you bring that screen up to me, I will cry. I'm not going to show you anything, but I will say that the last Serie A game that Inter has won was March 5th. Oh, my God. That is over a month ago. Oh, my God. That and, is absolutely insane. And we've been losing two shitter teams, too. Yes. Sampdoria is what one that comes to mind. Juventus. Don't even get me started on the FIGC and Juventus. For some godforsaken reason today, you know, I'm sitting in econ. Oh, this already sucks. I'm in econ, right? This yes. class sucks. I get a text from Alex. Look, uh, FIGC has reversed their decision and given the points back to the old lady. And suddenly what's already become a dire situation for the Nerozuri is <laughs> even worse. Yeah. It's even worse. Because with the points deduction reversed, Juventus are now third in Serie A table. Only was, two points behind Lazio in second, I believe. They were coming back, too. Yes. I don't know if you were following. I was, like, following. I'm like, things could not be worse. AC Milan beat Napoli 
three times, once in yep. Serie A, twice to win in the Champions League. I'm shaking as I'm saying this, by the way. Yes. And so they're peaking. Uh, meanwhile, Inter Milan is just kind of there. Bastoni, what the fuck? Bastoni was the savior against Benfica in mm-hmm. the first leg. He was absolutely good. I was like, please give this man an extension before I remembered. We have no money. <laughs> and then <clears throat> the second leg was yesterday. And even though it became 3-3, <laughs> we still won on aggregate. Yep. Oh, my God. And not to mention, we tied Juve in the first leg of the Italian, uh, whatever they call it. The, the Coppa Italia? The Coppa Italia, yeah. With a last-minute equalizer by Lukaku. Can this man decide if he's a good player or not? I Ooh. beg you. I'm <laughs> begging you. People have been asking that question for almost a decade. Because <laughs> I'm like, I can always tell when it's him. Sometimes I have a hard time recognizing players because, you know, the resolution's not always great on yeah. the screen or whatever. But I can always tell it's Lukaku because he's a big guy. Dude, he's, he's massive. massive. I'm like, dude, they, they, they took the scaling and made him bigger on the screen or whatever. I don't know. But... Every time I watch him play, he's either like, who are you? Why are you here? Or you're the greatest player to ever wear the black and blue yeah. I've ever seen. And there's no, no in, in between. between. There's nothing <laughs> to separate it. It is actually ridiculous. And I'm just like, I'm like, okay, are you a star like Lautaro Martinez and now uh, Bastoni and <laughs> all these people? Or are you just the Italian, you're not even Italian, uh, Harry Maguire? You know, yeah. I, th- th- there's one more player I want to highlight. I forget his name, but if I saw it, I would remember. Give me a minute. Um, what but, position does he play? <laughs> you think I know positions? Oh, fair <laughs> enough. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm just now learning uh, formations. Okay. That, that's, the, that's the current thing. Uh, inter, squad. It's, 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 I'm looking as fast as I can, but it's not coming to my mind. It's DiMarco. DiMarco. Oh, Federico, right? Yes. Yeah. And he's also playing really well right now in the Champions League. But not in Serie A. Not in Serie A. Uh, I don't want to talk about Serie A because okay. that's just depressing. We are currently fifth place, as I mentioned earlier. Yes. But in the Champions League, we just beat a Benfica that I honestly thought we were going to lose to based on our current form and how much of like a dark horse Benfica aura have around them. I'm going to be honest. I thought you guys were going to lose too. Yeah, I was like, I'm prepared for disappointment because Chelsea's already lost. I can't get any worse, right? No, no, I have false hope because uh, <clears throat> remember how I said AC Milan is peaking right now? Yes. Uh, guess guess who that they're playing in the Champions League semifinal? <laughs> Would it happen to be their cross-city rivals? It's Inter? the Internazionale, yes. Uh, so... From a spectator perspective, mm-hmm. these are two amazing draws for semifinals. Oh, yeah. As a neutral myself, yeah. I am absolutely loving it. Yeah, like Real Madrid, which is like the, what is it, just the face of the Champions League pretty much for the yeah. past couple of years. And Man City, who seems to be peaking right now as well. You know, Pep Guardiola going against Ancelotti, Ancelotti, however you want to say it. Yeah, Ancelotti. Um, that's a really good matchup. Against, you know, in the Bernabeu versus the library, you know. Um, <laughs> you know, apparently they were thinking about uh, having stadium expansion. I saw that. I'm like, how are you selling out this stadium when you're not at the top of the table? I don't get it. Yeah, no, it's it's pretty funny. Also, low-key, I'm kind of a Man City fan right now. Really? Because Arsenal's just want- choking. Oh, okay. Arsenal's been choking so badly. I think they're within, like, four points of Arsenal now. Yeah, because Arsenal dropped points after having... Two uh, a 2-0 uh, lead in their past two games against <laughs> Liverpool and against... I think it was Bournemouth. No, it wasn't against Bournemouth. Was it against Bournemouth? It might have been It was against the bottom table It team. was Bournemouth, I think. Yes. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But that's besides the top. That's besides the point. Yeah. Um, the other half is, of course, the the Milan derby between AC Milan and... It was West Ham. West Ham. And against uh, Inter Milan. That matchup is insane already as it is. I yeah. I think it's one of the most intense derbies in the world, from what I can gather. Yep. Uh, I agree. San Siro is probably going to be burnt down. No, there's been worse. Never mind. Um, I would not be surprised if there is riot police at the Stadio San Siro. Aren't they uh, there for like every game though? But even more, because I believe it was a Milan derby that caused 
that forced both ultra sections to be on opposite ends. Yeah. That's why Inter has Kurva Nord and why AC has Kurva Sud. So it's... I'm really scared, but I'm also really amped because the last time we played AC Milan, we beat their asses in the Supercoppa. That felt good. When we, <laughs> we got to sell shirts that said, again, with the I being replaced by the Supercoppa. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> That's a fun shirt. It's an interesting shirt for sure. I, I'll say that much. But uh, yeah, I don't really have much left to report on them. I just... I, I'm i ready for the worst. I'm already preparing for it. I know they have the other competition against Juve, the second leg. Mm-hmm. But I'm very... I'm not excited for that. I... I'm just depressed now. Yeah. Energy's gone. And you and you have one more team to talk about too, right? Yeah, but I mean, there's not much to talk about li- with Liverpool. They've been like mid-table for basically the entire season. Very yeah. inconsistent with their performances. Um, one thing I will say is that the win that they just had over Leeds United, uh, 6-1, was incredibly impressive. I like that. That's the Liverpool that, you know... That, that you, you expect. Yeah, that you expect. And... Having glimpses of that uh, in this stage of the season is nice. Um, you know, makes me think that there's a possibility that they might get into the European spots. A possibility that you're back. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, you know, just like kind of going with the flow with Liverpool. I was super uh, amped that uh, they were able to come back against Arsenal. Uh, that showed a lot of fight. That was I was really happy funny. about that. that it was. was it was a really fun game to watch as well. I think I saw a. This is like unrelated, but kind of related because it's uh, Liverpool. Mm-hmm. It was since uh, what was it? Mo Salah has been signed. Mm-hmm. Uh, he has more goals against Manchester United than Manchester United have against Liverpool at the Anfield. Yeah, <laughs> which <laughs> uh, it's such a wild statistic, but I think it's really funny. It is really funny. Um. But yeah, not a whole lot going on in the Liverpool front. Uh, I am a little bit disappointed that they kind of pulled out of the race to sign Jude Bellingham. Cause, oh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. Because, yeah. you know, having him go from Dortmund to Liverpool would be the absolute ideal scenario for me personally. It's okay. He can go to Chelsea. We have the money. Crickets. The, the, the look <laughs> he just gave me. I felt like I just gave a presentation I was not at all prepared for. True story, by the way, in that COM 114 class. Ah, I don't remember the of it. Ah, that's how I get control of the podcast and move on <laughs> with the subject matter. Uh, I think, you know, it's been pretty depressing the, the past hour or so, so I think we should end on a little bit more comedy. Um, Spurs. It's not just because I said Spurs, because we both started laughing. Neuron activated. (laughs) One brain cell between the two of us. Yeah. Um, Antonio. Yeah, Antonio Antonio Conte. Conte. He's just a silly, goofy guy. He's just a guy. He's just like you know, twenty years, same owners, and what do they have to show for it? He literally made the joke the entire football world makes about the Spurs. Yeah. They have no trophies. And he's like, this is not a team. This is a, uh, what was the term he described? They do not want to play under pressure. They don't want to do any of that, you know? And, you know, 20 years, same owners, as I just mentioned, it was really funny. And honestly, I was not expecting that. So he got sacked. (laughs) Which, yeah. Most Antonio Conte thing that Antonio Conte could have possibly done. There's been so many manager sackings this year. Yeah. It's crazy. Uh, but you should be glad that Liverpool's kept theirs. Well, yeah. should be glad, but um, maybe that's not the... Mm, well, no, I, I'm a big fan of Jurgen Klopp. You know that. Yes. Um, <laughs> I just remember <laughs> his face in, I think... I don't remember which game it was, but the, they were losing horribly. I think it was against Real Madrid. And he just had the most, like, insane smile. I think you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. And no. it's like, what the hell are you doing? He, he's German. He gets, a, he gets a pass. He doesn't know oh, how to act in, like, German. certain social situations. <laughs> he's just smiling through the pain like we are. Exactly. Except he has to deal with the masses of one of the most passionate English football clubs to date. Did you see the video um, 
of Jurgen Klopp um, uh, during the uh, Arsenal game. What happened in there? I might have seen it. So uh, Liverpool were awarded a penalty, and Jurgen Klopp turns his back to the field because he's like, oh, Mo Salah's got this. He'll definitely score this penalty. <laughs> I've seen the penalty. Mo Salah didn't hit the target at all. He like hit it wide of the post, and Jurgen Klopp uh, heard some cheering. So then he started <laughs> celebrating because he thought it was Liverpool fans cheering that the goal or that the ball went into the goal. But then he he turns around and then he's like got this very confused look on his face <laughs> and he's like holding his arms out and is like, uh, "What happened?" And then he notices that it was the Arsenal fans cheering, not the Liverpool fans. And then you just kind of see like his face, uh, like the look on his face sink. Uh, it, was, it was pretty funny. Yeah, it is pretty I'll funny. have to show it to you. Yeah, but I think I think that definitely does not balance out all the ranting that we've done this episode. But I think it's a pretty good place to wrap oh. it up. What do you think? Do you have something else you want to mention? I do have like one more thing, and it's like anti Bayern. So like, um, I get it. I get it. Yeah. So after the first leg of their Champions League uh, quarterfinal against Man City, you know. They were battered completely. Yeah. And so two of the Byron players kind of got into argument on the field. It was surprisingly, or not surprisingly, Leroy Sané, but surprisingly, Sadio Mane as well. Mm -hmm. And so I think it was like Sané wasn't very happy that Mane wasn't passing to him and like vice versa. Yeah. And so, and also just like, you know, pair that with a three nil loss or whatever. Uh, of yeah, course, the they were going to be super angry at each other or super angry just in general. And then so they go into the locker room and allegedly Sadio Mane punched Leroy Sane in the face. Oh, I think I heard about that. Yeah. Yeah. That, that, that's crazy. Yeah. And so, you know. Armchair analyst Alex, um, for me, thought, wow, that does not sound like something Sadio Mane, of all people, would do. Yeah, that's what a lot of people were saying. The honestly. same guy who, you know, his first trial was in, like, completely beat-up cleats with holes in them and who spends, like, basically all of the money that he can to build hospitals in his hometown. And, you know, that guy... He must have really been ticked off. Then. Yeah. God. Is the same guy who allegedly punched uh, Leroy Sané in the face. That's that's crazy. That's and I've also been hearing a little bit that Bayern might be looking to move on and let him go in the summer, which would be surprising considering he's only been there for one year. He's going to go to Liverpool. He just left Liverpool. He's going to go back. Why? I don't know. The same reason why Aiden Hazard would come back. <laughs> Honestly, like, he's kind of old, though. Yeah, he should retire. No, he he's not that old. What do you want me to say? I only <laughs> it's one way or the other. What do you want me to say? What do you want me okay. to say? No, he's too old for Liverpool at this point because because they already have much younger attackers. So you're saying he should go to the MLS? Sure, as long as he doesn't sign with the Galaxy. Speaking of which, we should talk about El Trafico. Yeah, well, let's make it pretty quick. I I did yeah. LAFC 1-3-2. Okay, thanks, guys, for listening. Yes. Uh, <laughs> basically, uh, it looks more like a home match for LAFC since I believe the Galaxy supporters are currently boycotting the club since they're having a really, really terrible start. They're like the inverse of LAFC yeah. right now. Well, no, this has been going on for like multiple years at this point where okay. uh, Galaxy fans, like their ultras, have been protesting against ownership, specifically Chris Klein. Yes, I remember the We Love Klein chants by the uh, 3252 yep. at the, uh, whatever they call it. I keep calling it the StubHub Arena. I know it's not called that anymore. I just call it the Dig. I think it's the Dignity Health Sports Park. That's exactly what it is, yes. I hate that I know that. Yeah, I just call it the Dig because Dignity Health Sports Park is too it's much to Dignity say. Dignity goes to die. Exactly. Even though they are the most historic team in the MLS. Yeah, but they don't look like it, which and makes they, me very they happy. They probably have more brand value than the MLS. I mean, then that, yeah, maybe. And then they're crosstown rivals, if we're being honest here. Yeah. Yeah. Unfortunately. And, anyways, it was a fun match. It was uh, extremely fun. It until was, it wasn't fun. <laughs> I mean, and then it became fun again. Yeah. 
I mean, Carlos Vela, I don't know what came under him. Of day. He is a god amongst men no, when he's, it doesn't matter. He's Hey, it does matter. <laughs> <laughs> he's got the most goals against a single opponent since LAFC entered the league, which is 12 goals in 10 games against, against the, Galaxy. the Galaxy. And this is also the first win for LAFC at the dig. Formerly known as StubHub. Yes. So yes. that's pretty cool. Yeah. It, it only took them five years. Six. This is LAFC. I'm trying to make it easier for you. Yeah, we got it. The people want the correct facts. Yeah, because they come here for facts. They do, and they don't come here for an hour of us just crying over our clubs. We just needed to get it all out. Next week, we're going to be much happier, hopefully, depending on how well the performances go of our team. Yes. So I have a phrase in Italian I want to end off on. Mm -hmm. Um, if you're good with that, Uh, Milano e la nostra casa. Forza Nerissari, Forza Inter. Does that mean Milan is our house, go black and blues, Mil- go Inter? Milan is our home, Forza Nerissari, which is the nickname for uh, yeah. Inter. Because the Rossoloni are the uh, shitters the that also play in the sense <laughs> All right. Thank you so much for listening to us. Thank uh, you for listening. Hopefully this doesn't continue <laughs> to be yeah. as like this. We will try and be less ranty, less complainy. M- maybe. 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 We'll see. Thank Depends. you for listening. Thank you. Good night. Good night? <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, we're the... <laughs> You're still recording. <laughs>